it's time to put your earbuds in, to lock your screen, and listen to the podcast about the community and for the community of Night to the Brim. Join Jesse and Richard for the Nights. Hey everybody, this is Richard uh, doing this podcast by myself. Jesse and I tried recording yesterday, but there were some technical difficulties. Go figure, right? <laughs> but, um, so I didn't want to bother him and try to record another one and it not record. So I'm recording this straight from Goldwave here on my computer, which, in case none of you know, is extremely accessible. So you may want to check that out if you want to do like audio editing. And you also can get yearly subscriptions or pay for a one time subscription. Uh, and never have to pay for it again. So it's definitely something uh, worth checking into if you're interested in doing things like that. And with that shameless plug out of the way, um, let's uh, move on to things that we're going to talk about here. Um, we're going to talk about Jim's quest for the Braille. We're going to talk about... uh um, going to have a message from Adrian, a player in the Rhymers that I run on Wednesday night. Uh, and... Um, some other things that are going on in the community, as well as some tabletop games that I found that seem to be really interesting and quite fun. Um, you know, that we're free. Um, that I'm going to be working on making a bit more accessible, uh, if anyone's interested in those. Uh, but as always, be sure to contact me if you wish to send in a voice message about Knights of the Braille uh, that you'd like to go up on the podcast, you know, what it means to you, uh, you can contact me at www, nope, it's not www, <laughs> um, it is uh, DaleJuniorFan83 at gmail.com. Uh, I've tried recording this a few times and didn't like it and uh, re- would restart it. So uh, forgive me. Um, it's going to go up as is. So uh, <laughs> um, it's been one of those weeks as I'm trying to get prepared to uh, go on a cruise this, um, this weekend. But uh, let's get to um, things that are going on in the community uh, there are some games out there that are looking for players, so be sure to check uh, in the an available quest on the Discord channel. Um, there is some changes going on with the Discord server as well. Uh, Jim is in the process of tidying up. Um, I'm guessing it's him by himself. Uh, I know he didn't ask me to help him tidy up because I tend to make messes where uh, when tidying up because some things that make sense to me may not make sense to others. So you know, I, Jim is uh, going to take care of all of that. Uh, the quest of the Braille though that Jim is running uh, it contains three um, streamers: uh, Danny Marie. Hey, Danny. Uh, she is um in, in the stream as well. You can find her at Danny Marie AUC or as uh my screen reader says it, Danny Marie Ock. You can um also 
here, Blind Temple, um, at Blind Temple on Twitter. Uh, really good guy, and and Danny Murray is, is awesome as well. And the other one is at Sightless Combat, and I believe that Combat is spelled with a K there. Um, so be sure to check that out, and you can watch it live every Thursday at 5.30 p.m. Eastern Time at www.twitch.tv forward slash frailnights. Uh, he is running Electric Fashion Land, and unfortunately I've had some things come up and haven't gotten to listen to the entire session, but what I did listen to seemed to be really, really interesting, and I hope to get the podcast of it up on the Knights of the Barrel podcast feed here today. It is currently on the YouTube channel, though, so be sure to check it out there or wait uh, for it to pop up here on the podcast feed. Uh, the other thing is Blind Fury, or Matt, who helped demonstrate the sound effects bot for Discord in the previous episode, will be running a steampunk RPG. And for those of you who do not know what steampunk is, it is a, uh, it's a genre of science fiction um, back in the older days. And instead of things being powered by technology like we see them now, they are powered by steam, um, hence the steam portion of it. But definitely something to check into. Uh, it's a really interesting genre. I've listened to some podcasts of like short stories and things like that, and really interested to see that. Uh, as I know both Jim and Matt run great games, having played in sessions with both of them as the game master, they are are fantastic. Uh, me, I am still deciding on what to run and letting you all vote on that on my Twitter at RichardBean83. Currently up there is fantasy, horror, science fiction, and apocalyptic. Um, I do have some RPGs that will fit both, so, you know, depending on what wins, um, we will go from there. And I will post that, you know, next to see, you know, which of those would be more interesting for you all. And with that, I will come to the um, RPGs that I found over the weekend that are one-page RPGs that sound really, really interesting and fun. I think would be a lot of fun to play as well as run. Um, overall, number one, of course, is the Harry Potter RPG, which is powered by the um, Apocalypse Now engine. Um, really, it's also the one that runs... Um, Worldwide Wrestling, as well as Dungeon World. Really good system, really easy system, and I think it would be a lot of fun there. The other ones I found are um, Adventure Skeletons, which is where you are a skeleton in the dungeon, and, you know, as opposed to you being the adventurer to, you know, go out and, you know, um, try to destroy, destroy the skeleton. Uh, Interesting twist and concept, and looking over that uh, rule book yesterday, you can pick different kinds of skeleton, human, goblin, dwarf, um, really, really cool, really, really simple. I think it would be a lot of fun to run, and I may run some one-shots with it. Uh, 
And there's a couple others that I think would be a lot of fun as well. Uh, one is called Crash Pandas, which is where you are a group of pandas in a car and you are all trying to drive at the same time. Uh, it deals with some cards that you have to draw, but that's easily converted into dice, which I think would work and, you know, would um, prohibit having to actually have cards to draw. Uh, let's see. Um, and the other one, um, it's like Sexy Battle Wizards, uh, which I think could be a lot of fun. And I'm really, you know, um, I haven't read that whole rule book yet. The uh, excerpt sounds really interesting, though. Um, but those three, I think, would really fit uh, the guest who has, you know, sent us a voice message of what he thinks about, you know, what Knights of Berlinol means to him. And, you know, uh, Adrian, I'm not sure if you, you know, listen to the podcast or not, but uh, I know that Jesse and myself consider you a, a great friend and, would both love to meet, you know, whenever this, uh, as I call it, the COVID stuff dies down. Um, Adrian, Jesse, and I have, you know, been together since I started DMing here for Knights of the Braille. And they have stuck with me um, through thick and thin, through screw-ups, and, you know, really awesome scenes. Um, Adrian has been around with, you know, me a week longer, um, just a week longer than Jesse, but... You know, uh, so I, so I guess we could say that Adrian and I are the are the OGs, <laughs> but uh, unless I am mistaken, I think Adrian is the first player that I helped uh, create a character out here. So um, yeah, that uh, means a lot to me as well. But thank you, Adrian, and if anybody else again would like to submit what Knights of the Barrel means to you, be sure to record it in any format. I can pretty much use any one of them. And email me at DellJuniorFan83 at gmail.com. And without further ado, uh, Adrian, I give it over to you, my bud. Hey, uh, so my name is Adrian Alvarez. I'm a Nice of the Braille member from Canada. Uh, my username has changed. Uh, when I first started, um, I, my username was Vicless, which was incidentally the first Dungeons & Dragons character that I created. And uh, currently the name is uh, Krimtash. Uh, that's my current character and my current campaign that I am playing with Knights of the Braille, um, with Richard as my dungeon master. Um, what the knives of the knives of the braille means for me, um, it means a lot of things. Um, I think <clears throat> first and foremost, um, I want to say that, um, I don't suffer from any sight loss, uh, yet. <laughs> um, and, uh, I'm, I'm actually an ally to the community. I'm actually sighted. And um, when I joined Knights of the Braille, I did it from a place of um, ableism, really, because um, um, I, I came in into the community um, with a lot of assumptions. 
and um, I'm a researcher. Um, I research uh, role-playing games um, for a living, and I wanted to uh, uh, help uh, users with blind loss to um, have more access to to tabletop role-playing games. Um, so when I say that I come from a place of ableism is I never actually met a a, a blind person before uh, joining the Knights of the Braille. And I never played a tabletop uh, RPG before joining Knights of the Braille. Uh, all my role-playing experience was mostly in, in computer uh, RPGs, which, uh, of course, you know, it's a very visual media. So <clears throat> I met Richard, and uh, we kind of, um, you know, hit it off from there. And uh, um, it, it, it was actually my first experience playing any kind of tabletop. <clears throat> first time playing Dungeons and Dragons, I absolutely fell in love with it. Uh, but most importantly, I also um, started to change my perspective on um the uh, uh um sight loss community and um that actually you know opened my eyes to what i actually should be doing as an ally um which is supporting the community and it allowed me to um see no pun intended <laughs> to, um, that I was wrong in a lot of the assumptions that I was making. Um, so for me, it was a very transformational experience. Uh, it was, um, it, 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 it's, it's a very powerful um, feeling to, to go through a transition in which you actually, you know, find a way to, to belong to a community without coming with all the pretentious uh, BS that uh, <laughs> sighted people tend to come up with. <clears throat> so, um, I mean, another thing that uh, Nice of the Brails is important for me is I I, uh, I made very good friendships with, uh, I think right now, um, I've been playing with Richard for about two years now. Um, as my DM, so so Richard, I, it's a uh, it's a good friend um, that I hope at some point when all of this pandemic stuff is over, I could meet. And uh, Jesse, another member of of the Knights, uh, has been like we we the three of us have been playing together. We're like the core group um, of the well, we changed names, but uh, we started as the unknowns. Now we're the Rhymers. Um, and along those two years, uh, you know, people come and go in groups as they do in Dungeons and Dragons, and uh, I have met uh, and made very good friendships with uh, people that come and go. And that's it. That's, uh, that's kind of my experience. I hope this is helpful. Um, yeah. This episode is brought to you by the Knights of the Braille and is made possible through the support of viewers such as you. Please remember to like, share, and subscribe to get all of the latest information and episodes. Thank you.